fails and support, always a great uh, blessing to us and to our people in India. Um, Jim and Judy, they're not here, we all know why. Their mother, uh, Arlene, went to be with the Lord. She is in a better place. Praise the Lord. Even though we all have to go there someday, but it's always sad when our loved one passes. And so we continue to remember Jim and Judy and their siblings and the families in our prayers for God's strength and comfort. He's the only one can comfort us. And praise the Lord. She lived a great life and long life. And she was a warrior. I heard uh, some people said uh, when somebody talked to her, uh, her last word was go share the gospel. Praise God. And um, God used her in a mighty way. We have to keep her as our role model. We have to follow that steps. And uh, everywhere we go, we have to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for the appearing. These are the words of Paul. And um, Arlene could say the same thing. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. She is in a better place. When our time comes, we have to be ready like she did. We live here 70 years. If we are strong, maybe 80 years or later or something, when our time comes, when God calls, we all have to leave. So we have to be ready. We don't know when we go. So while we have the time, we have to prepare to go there. Praise God. And I have a small announcement for this coming Saturday. Uh, we are cooking Indian food. I don't know how many of you like hot or mild. <clears throat> Every place we go, we, when, we, when we cook, we make uh, mild and a little bit of hot. Hot goes really fast. And some people like it hot, some people don't. 
but we make it mild and hard. So come and test it and see how it tastes. And uh, that's going to be, we are going to raise funds to build a clinic in a jungle area. We have bought the land uh, about uh, maybe 20 years ago with this purpose, but uh, I think it's the right time. God wanted us to build that. Last year when I was there, we cleared the land and people came and asked us, when are you going to start the clinic? I said, uh, I believe it's God's timing and we're going to start it soon. So we are planning to raise some funds for that. We need about 100,000 and that's going to be like a center for a local and international doctors. They can come and uh, have a, like a clinic there, eye clinic, whatever clinic they can arrange, that's go, they're going to use that place. So please pray and pray for the dinner and uh, join us. And we thank you so much. Last year, this church did an amazing job to organize everything. Jay and I just have to cook, but you did all the work. And what an awesome thing that was, and God bless you all. And uh, we need some help this year also. Uh, we appreciate you for that. Uh, we were in India from January through, uh, no, April through uh, August. We came back in September. And uh, we had a wonderful time there. Our son and um, Jesse are there and uh, they are doing well. Our son Jesse just finished his bachelor's degree and he is looking to go into masters. And But now he is working with the ministry my brother Joseph, he had a heart problem and he's not able to travel much. So Jesse is picking up what he can do and uh, what uh, my brother can do. So he's taking care of the books and traveling and uh, running the ministry. Our daughter Stacy, as I told you a year ago or so, uh, she is in a medical school. I don't know how many of you know that. I just want to share a little bit about her. I wrote in the newsletter. When she was in high school, she loved science. She liked science. So she kept saying, I want to be a science teacher. And uh, they came here two times, I think 2017, that was the last time they were here. And we were having dinner with a friend in Florida. She's a good Christian, she's an Indian. She was called to ministry when she was seven or eight years old. She has been preaching the gospel ever since. God has been using her in a mighty way. <clears throat> we had dinner with them and after the dinner, she looked at Jesse and said, Jesse, what would you like to be when you grown up? Jesse said, 
I want to be a pastor. I want to do what my dad is doing. She said, that's really good. And she said, but Stacy, what about you? And Stacy said, I want to be a science teacher. She was excited. And she said, no, no, no. You are going to be a doctor. And Stacy said, no, I never can be a doctor because I'm scared of blood. And that lady said, no, you are going to be a doctor. And we left with that word, and we were thinking about it, talking about it, and Stacy said, I don't know why she said that. I never thought about being a doctor. I wanted to be a science teacher. And I said, the science teacher seems to be a good thing for you because I can't afford to send you to medical school. <laughs> Keep it up, uh, you, <laughs> you can be a science teacher. And we took them back to India. By the time she went back to India, she said, Daddy, I want to be a uh, doctor. I said, what happened to you? You were scared of blood. You want to be a science teacher. And she said, no, Daddy, I'm not scared anymore. I want to be a doctor. And I said, whatever you heard from that lady, if it is God speaking to you, if, you, if he wants you to be a doctor, he has to provide you funds to go through medical school because I can't afford to send you to medical school. I said, uh, you pray about it, and we pray. And if God provides, you can go to medical school. And we left them in India, and we came back here, and we were praying, God, if that is you who spoke to Stacy, you know my finances, you know I can't afford, but we would like for you to provide it if you want her to go to medical school. And Stacy was praying there, and we are praying, and I spoke in a church, and I shared a few things about our children, and after church, a family came to us and said, we feel that we should help Stacy to become a doctor. And I said, thank you so much. But there's one thing. We can't raise funds for our children through ministry. So I can't give you a tax receipt. So think about it. And she said, I don't need a tax receipt. I believe God wants us to help her. Let us know how much it costs and when you need the money. And I gathered the information and gave her the figure and they said we will help her. And she gave us a check. Praise the Lord.
Our God is an awesome God. He never leaves us nor forsake us. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things shall be added unto you. And he provided for her. And then I called Stacy back to India. God answered your prayers. And he provided the funds for you to go to medical school to become a doctor. And she was up. She was excited and she said, okay, I'll find out a college and I will go. And she found out and uh, she found a college in Philippines and she did all the paperwork and everything and uh, she was accepted and she's there right now and uh, she finished first year and she entered the second year now. Um, four years she has to be there and then two more years uh, she has to do internship, either that is in India or here. And uh, some others said, if she wants to come to Cleveland Clinic, because Stacy wants to be a cardiologist. The other day, I was talking to her, and I said, uh, you still want to be a cardiologist or are, are looking for something else? She said, no, Daddy, I want to be a cardiologist. That's my plan. I want to be a cardiologist. And uh, if she wants to be a cardiologist, she can come to here and uh, find a hospital someplace to do internship. But uh, uh, some others said Cleveland Clinic would be a good one to go to. So please pray for her. Pray that, that God will give her a, a wisdom. And uh, she passed the first year, all the subjects, and she uh, is doing well. So pray that God will keep her in good health and study hard. And uh, uh, she found a church next to her dorm. And she attends there. And she became involved with... Uh, uh, choir. She sings every Sunday in the choir and she attends Sunday school and she goes to youth group also. And another thing, there are some uh, Indian uh, Telugu speaking uh, people uh, who are uh, studying their medicine and she gathered all of them and she started uh, like a prayer group and a church service for them. And uh, it's going well. And praise God for her. And praise God for the opportunity that he has given Stacy to study there. We had uh, crusades in India for a long time. And during the COVID, two years we didn't have any crusades or gospel meetings. Everything was shut down. And during that time, the child welfare department came to us and told us, you have to send all the children back to their families. You can't keep them here. We said, we have a secure place here, better than 
they, what they, where they live with the parents, and they said, no, you have to send them back to their families. You can't keep them. So we had to send them back. But uh, during that, uh, in the meanwhile, the government started their own schools, and uh, they started attracting these people, um, children into their schools. So some children went to the government schools because they promised a lot of stuff. They want to give them uniforms, shoes and ties, uh, bags, everything. And also on top of that, they want to give a gift to the family, yearly gift, to attract these children. So we lost some children, and uh, now they are coming back and saying it's not what they said that is happening there, so we want to come back to your school. So they are coming back. We have about uh, half full of our homes and uh, uh, some other students saying we are uh, coming back uh, next year. But uh, God is good and uh, he is helping these children. There are so many children we meet that grew up in our children's homes. And uh, some became doctors. And uh, one young man came to me and uh, uh, came to say hi to us. And he said, uh, I was raised in your home. And I said, what are you doing now? I'm uh, studying to write a test to go to medical school. And he said, my brother also studied here. Now he is working as a doctor, and his wife is also a doctor. And praise the Lord. So many of them became teachers and nurses. And two young ladies are going to nursing school now. And they are in third year, one more year to go. And please pray for them. And many of them became Christians. And some of them became pastors, evangelists and spreading the gospel. Praise the Lord. And um, we didn't have the crusade for two years, and people started coming asking us, are you going to have a crusade this year? And uh, we said, uh, we have to pray. If it is God's will for us, we were going to have one. And in April ending of last, uh, last year, 2023, we arranged a, a crusade at nights only because during the day it's really hot. So people can sit and listen because it's so hot. So we arranged at nights and uh, so, uh, several thousand people attended. It was a blessing. Many people came and uh, um, received blessings and many people gave their lives to Jesus. As always, God touches the people that comes with sicknesses, and we praise God for that. We drilled eight bore wells last year. And you know, we raised here $12,000 from the dinner, and we used $10,000 to build five bore wells. And it's a blessing. When you drill a bore well, the whole village opened to hear 
the gospel. They're not only get, getting a, a clean drinking water, but they're getting living water. When they hear the gospel, they're becoming Christians. And we praise God for that. And um, last year, a, uh, so a group of uh, um, Hindu extremists came to our one of our churches at night. They brought an axe and got up on the roof and uh, cut holes into the corrugated sheet metal. And uh, the people that in the church, they knew who did it, but they didn't say anything. But God provided for them and uh, he helped them put a new roof. And there is another thing that happened recent, uh, uh, last year. Hindu extremists are trying to kill Christians, harass them, persecute them. And last year, they came to these tribal villages and came to the tribe, uh, Christian homes and said, we heard that you left Hinduism and serving Christianity. We want you to come back to Hinduism. Otherwise, you know what's going to happen to you. They threatened them. And they said, we are going to have a setup where you can come so we can have a ceremony to come back to Hinduism. If you don't come, you know what's going to happen. They set up tents bigger than this church, longer. And they were arranging all those things. A lot of people came, and some Christians didn't come, but some came. And before they start the ceremony, a whirlwind started, one end of the tent, and went through the whole tent, and it went up into the air, into pieces. And when it got to the other end of the tent, it stopped. They were scared, and everybody was running. And a lot of these people ran home. And this Hindu extremist said, what happened? Our God is an awesome God. He heard their prayers. A lot of them didn't want to go back to Hinduism. They prayed, God, help us. God sent a whirlwind and scared the rest of them. Praise God. There's a persecution is taking place in India. I've been telling this for a long time, and it's getting even worse now. There is a, a state called Manipur. 
Northeast section above Bangladesh. It's a small state. There are some tribal people living there. Some are called Cookies. Some are called Nagas. And some are called Maitis. Maitis are the ones Hindus. And Cookies are the Christians. They are Jews, Jewish people. They became Christians. Now the pastor I met, he told me the cookies are the descendants of Joseph's son in the Bible, Manasseh. They are the descendants of Manasseh. They are the ones being persecuted now. They have the conflict about the land for a long time, two, three hundred years conflict. And in May, something happened and there was a conflict came between them again and uh, the Hindus started killing them. Hindus have the support of the state and uh, other police and military and everything. They all gathered and start killing the Christians. And these Christians lost their homes and their properties and ran to the hills. They are living in the mountains, hiding there. When I heard that, I felt that I should go and help them. When I told our people, they said, it's very dangerous, don't go there. And I said, I, want, I feel that I should go. And I made plans to go there. And I contacted somebody there, a pastor. That is, uh, he was the one of the Joseph's uh, sons, Manasseh descendants. He was the pastor there. He lost his church. He lost his house. He lost the property and everything. And uh, he said, uh, it's very dangerous here, but these people need help. They don't have any food and no place for them to stay. And uh, if you could come, that would be great and uh, help them. And my bro uh, I took my son, Jesse, and uh, my nephew, Finney, and we flew over there four hours and six hours um, by car. The roads were terrible. And uh, after we went there, we stayed with that pastor, and I asked them, what do the people need? They need food, they need clothes, they need blankets, and all that. And the next day we bought them, and we had, he said, uh, there are some camps around here, but the people that are living in the mountains, they are not getting that much support for them. If you want to go, it takes two hours to drive there. I will take you there so you can distribute. I said, we'll go there. And we drove two hours. The roads were terrible. And uh, we distributed to four or five camps. And they were so grateful and uh, appreciated the help that uh, they received. So please pray for them. I think it is still going on. And uh, they need help. They need our prayers. For God to protect them. A lot of them were 
killed in the streets, cut their heads off, and they hang the heads to the door post. And uh, they, it's uh, very hard to watch the videos. And they, as soon as it started, the uh, fighting started, they cut the internet off. They stopped the internet. So the outside world don't get this news. So please pray for these Christians and other people that are going through the persecution. Just recently, New Year's Eve day, uh, night, a family was praying inside of their house. While they were praying, there was a knock on the door. There were four or five police came and said, you are causing disturbance to the neighbors. We have to take you out. They took them to jail. But the family and other pastors fought with them. We have a right to pray in our own house. You can't arrest us. So a day later, they released them. And a pastor was killed two years ago. I think they killed him, the Hindu extremists beat him up and threw him in bushes after he died. That's what I heard. And a man was walking that way and saw this body and he called the villagers and said, there is a body here. And they went and saw the body and carried that to the church. And they started praying. Several hours they prayed for him, and he came back to life. Praise the Lord. And the amazing thing came out of that is the people that beat him and killed him heard that he back he is alive. And they came back to his church and said, they apologized to him and said, we are really sorry what we did to you. Could you please forgive us? Could you please tell us how to become a Christian? He led them to Jesus. And they prayed a sinner's prayer. And they became Christians. Praise God. Jesus came to this world proclaiming, announcing good news. But his enemies put him to death. Matthew chapter 24 verse 9. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. These are the words of Jesus. Matthew chapter 24 is the one to read in these days. 
Disciples asked Jesus, when are these good things are going to happen? When is he going to be coming back? He said, watch out, you are not deceived. There's going to be a lot of uh, false prophets come in my name and deceive many people. Watch out for that. And And Jesus told his disciples, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. In all the religions in the world, why they hate Christians? Why they persecute Christians? Why they are killing them? In all these religions, Christians are the ones help those who are in need. Started the hospitals. Started the schools to help the children. Telling the people, love your enemies, love your neighbors. Expressing the love of Jesus to these people. We don't harm anybody. We don't go and kill anybody like the Hindu extremists and other groups of people. They are not being persecuted. Why in the world are we going through persecution? Jesus is telling here, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of this world. If you belong to these groups, they love us. They don't hate us. They don't persecute us. Because God has chosen us, they hate us. That is why the world hates you, because I have chosen you. That's why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. Jesus came to share the good news, came to seek and save the lost. He helped the sick. He raised the dead. After all these miracles, they hated him. So we have to remember, if Jesus was hated by the people, we are no greater than Jesus, will be hated by others. When somebody says something bad, some, if they did something to us, we have to remember this. Jesus went through all this. Because of my namesake, you will be 
persecuted. There are so many Christians in India are going through persecution right now. A lot of them are being killed. Some areas of evangelists, when I wanted to go to see that bore wells were drilling, they said, I, it's very dangerous. We don't encourage you to go to these places, but if you want to go, we will take you. But we go there anyhow. The war between Israel and Hamas, we can see a spiritual warfare is taking place. Hamas is the one who started the war. Israel didn't start the war. They went and killed the Israelis. On self-defense, they declared the war. Now they say they blame them for the war. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Israel. We need to remember them in our prayers. All who love the Jewish people will be blessed. The word of God says. I think this country was blessed because we love Israel. We love, we support them. And whoever Pray for them. They receive the same blessings also. In the world, good is bad and bad is good. If you are good, they say you are bad. If you are bad, they say you are good. Hamas is the one went and killed 1,400 people and took 200-some hostages. And you see in the world what is going on. There is anti-Semitism rallies, protests in the streets. Not only here in this country, all over the world. We never thought there's going to be protests and riots take place in this country. You probably saw that in the news. Thousands of people coming against Israel and saying genocide. We want to kill you. And people say nothing about them. Nothing what they did. They, say, they don't say you did, you started this. You are bad. No. They are saying to Israel, you are bad. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 24, 6 to 8. You will hear wars and rumors of wars. 
But see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Jesus is saying to his disciples, you will hear wars and rumors of wars. We have been hearing this for a long, long time. But the difference now is it's on the rise. Everywhere, people against people, nation against nation, and people killing each other. But Jesus is saying, such things must happen. But the end is still to come. <clears throat> nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of the birth pains. We'll see what's taking place now. Everywhere, hurricanes, tornadoes, hailstorms. In Arab countries, there are a lot of hailstorms destroying a lot of places. There's heavy flooding. And everywhere you see that the destruction is taking place. Like our brother said, Lord, darkness is covering the world. Everything turning dark. Everything Satan is turning to his advantage. Satan is on the rise. In the darkness, we are the light. Even though there's darkness is covering the world, we are in the light. Jesus is the light, and that light is in us. So we don't have to be afraid. Praise God. <coughs> All these are the beginnings of the birth pains. These are the beginnings of the birth pains. In 24, Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Jesus is saying here, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a witness unto all nations. <coughs> and then shall the end come. In 1400s, the printing press was invented. Until that time, people heard here and there through word of mouth, the gospel, the word of God. But since the printing came in. The Bible got printed, the first printed in the printing press. And people started to read. <clears throat> the gospel began to spread. And then the radio came. 
and even got a little faster spreading. And TV, and now internet and the YouTube. Since the YouTube came, the whole world is listening and watching the gospel messages. So the world, world is being spread the gospel. <clears throat> they said, Jesus said, then shall the end come. But there are still quite a number of people living in the remote jungles. They don't have electric, they don't have TVs, they don't have cell phones. They have no way of hearing about Jesus. They need to hear the gospel. This is the last stretch. These people need to hear the gospel. So we are sending native evangelists who know their language, who know their customs, and supporting them and sending them to these remote jungles where there is no, not even a bicycle go there. And no motorcycles, no cars can go there. And these people are walking miles to get to these villages to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And a lot of them are coming to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. <clears throat> Jesus said, Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20, Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. All authority has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is the last assignment that Jesus gave to us. All authority has given to me. I am giving that authority to you to go and share the gospel to people everywhere. Praise the Lord. We are in the last days. Jesus says, I am coming soon. We can see all these things that are taking place in the world telling us his coming is very soon. And uh, we don't know about the war, what is happening now, but there is going to be war. <clears throat> The countries in the eastern countries, they all come to Israel. And all the neighbors surrounding countries, they all join and fight with Israel. And there is a scripture during that uh, time before that happens. Euphrates River 
will dry out. I'm sure you heard it now. The Euphrates River is drying out. The Euphrates River has been there from the beginning of the creation. And Jesus said that's going to dry out. It is drying out. Now the China, Russia, Iran, Iraq, Turkey, they're all coming together. Something is happening. So we have to look up. Our redemption is drawing near. And we have to live the Christian life, not just the words we have to live, just like Arlene. She fought the good fight of faith. She finished her race. And we have to do the same thing. We have to fight the good fight. We have to finish our race. And we are going to be with Jesus sooner or later. But the time is coming near according to what Jesus said, what is going to happen in the world. It is taking place right now. And uh, the mosque in Jerusalem, that's where the temple was, the foundation underneath. Something is going to happen soon. They are all ready with all the materials to build the temple. They are waiting for God's timing. So they wanted the red heifers. They got them now to sacrifice in the temple. So, praise God, we are living in the last days. Thank you, brothers. And keep us in prayer and keep us uh, keep Jim and Judy, their families, and keep our ministry in India. And we we, as long as God keeps us moving, we want to spread the gospel there. Pray for our ministry there and all the evangelists, children homes, and all the staff. Thank you so much, and God bless you all. And see you Saturday here.